Welcome to the Modern Creative Podcast, where I chat all about creative entrepreneurship and how to grow your calligraphy business. So if you are a side hustling calligrapher or your calligraphy business curious, you're in the right place. And in this episode, I am talking about step one, the very first step that you need to take to make money as a calligrapher. Now, tangent, I do want to say that I am a Virgo and I am the ultimate rule follower. So this isn't necessarily the first step to starting your creative business or your calligraphy business. Please definitely go do your research and find out how to technically and legally set up a business Wherever you're located in the world, it's probably going to be something like getting your business license or even your seller's permit. Those are two different things. So research that first, but this episode is all about the first step to making money. And I want you to tune in next week, or if you're listening or watching this and a few more episodes are already out, well then also check out the next episode where I'm bringing on the first guest of season three, and she's going to kind of talk about the second step. So Listen to this and then listen to episode 127 if it's already out or wait for that next week. So the very first step to making money as a calligrapher is figuring out your offer. So what are you going to sell in order to earn revenue and earn money as a calligrapher? Because you have to earn revenue eventually or you are just an expensive calligraphy hobby. And how are you going to pay for all those pens, right? So are you going to be a service-based calligrapher or are you going to be a product-based calligrapher? So you don't necessarily need to be one or the other, but I will say that you probably have an idea if you want to be more service-based or product-oriented already. Are you feeling called to do wedding calligraphy and maybe teaching workshops in person? Okay, so that leans more service-based. Or are you more product-curious? So do you want to have like physical goods on Etsy or digital goods even? Now, when you are thinking about your offer and you're figuring out service or product base, it's also important to figure out what is included in your offer. So what are the tangible things that someone gets? So let's say that you are product-based, you want to start an Etsy shop and you want to put your calligraphy on mugs and tote bags and shirts or something. So the tangible thing that someone is getting is obviously that product. Now, if you're thinking of doing wedding suites, for example, so what are those tangible things? They're getting X amount of invites and like envelopes and clearly I'm not a wedding calligrapher, but they're getting those tangible things, right? You're going to mail them out to their guests or to the bride if you're going to do calligraphy for weddings. What are the benefits is also another thing that you need to think about when you are coming up with your offer. So what are the benefits to working with you or hiring you? What are the benefits to having your product or service in their lives. Typically, when it comes to thinking about benefits, try and think about things in terms of saving time or saving money. Generally, benefits fall into those two categories, time or money. And think about this more as the intangible things. Those are the benefits that someone is going to get. They're going to save time by buying your custom calligraphy mugs because they don't have to learn calligraphy themselves, or they don't have to go out and shop small locally and they can shop small online or maybe the benefits to doing wedding calligraphy is that you're going to have this beautiful like keepsake and it's going to set the tone for their whole wedding and it's really going to set the mood again I'm not a calligrapher for weddings but those are more of the intangible things that someone gets and going with the wedding calligraphy 
idea. You know, I used to have people who would come to my calligraphy workshops. I used to teach in person before the pandemic started. And I used to have brides come pretty frequently and they would bring their bridal party. And the bride always thought that she could learn calligraphy in our three-hour session and do her own invites. And every single bride that I ever taught realized that they were going to have to hire, especially because these brides came like really late in the wedding planning journey. So that's another thing. If you're a wedding calligrapher too, like you're saving them time from even learning calligraphy, even if they are interested in it. So it's okay if you don't have your offer figured out yet, like fully fleshed out, or if you want to try different things because you don't have a niche yet. But if you're in this stage of starting your business, of just figuring out your very first offer, it's okay to try different things and to say yes to different opportunities because you will figure it out, but just have a time limit. Okay. Like don't say yes to everything for years but you will find your niche eventually and you will find it because you are saying yes to different opportunities and you're figuring out what you do and do not like. I know that you can very easily start with, hey, here are your wedding invites and here are your place cards or here are your escort cards. And maybe your post or your listing, maybe it says those things, right? You're getting envelopes, you're getting gold ink, you're getting return addresses or not, but still always think about the intangible benefits, because those are things that you are going to incorporate in your sales page. You know, the moment someone goes to like your services page, if you're a service-based calligrapher, you're really showing them your personality and you're really showing them the benefits of working with a calligrapher and how it is a luxury service and how, you know, you're getting all this customization. If that's your jam, maybe you're semi-custom and you actually do templates for weddings. And so your benefits there are really emphasizing like the time savings and the budget. And maybe that's more for DIY brides. And so Think about those benefits and those need to be shared on your sales page, whether that's Etsy or whether that's your own website. So if you're still, again, figuring this out as you should be, if you're listening to this episode, think about any curiosities, like lean into anything that you are curious about and also think about what people approach you for. So what you're curious about in the calligraphy business space may not be the same thing that people ask you about naturally. So definitely listen to both sides. So are you curious about wedding calligraphy or making fonts or digital downloads or making physical products or teaching? List out all the things that you find interesting that you see other calligraphers do that you may want to try. And what do people ask you about in your real life? Are you the person in the office, if you go to an office still, that does all the lettering for birthday cards, for example? Or do people mention that you're really patient or really good at explaining things? So maybe you want to lean into teaching. And definitely do your research to see what other people are offering in the creative world, not just the calligraphy space. You don't have to stick to the calligraphy space. So go and be inspired and think about how you can differentiate your offer without copying anyone and definitely write down ideas and even note their pricing. And we are going to talk about pricing in the next episode, episode 127. Another tip, I guess I've been going on this like tip tangent here, but another tip when you are thinking about your offer is You don't have to feel like you need to stick with your first offer forever. So you're going to try different things. And if you don't want to do them, you don't have to. Or if you end up doing something and you think that's a better fit and that lights you up even more in your business, then you can pivot to that. 
things are going to evolve in your business and it's definitely okay to pivot later. But if you are beginning your journey, I do want to encourage you again to take action. So doing all the research is great. I mean, I just mentioned, hey, go do research in the creative world, right? But then you have to take action because it's in that action where you're going to find your perfect offer that you're going to share with the world and that people are going to hire you for. So I didn't come up with calligraphy business school right away, which is my signature course and coaching program. And I couldn't because how could new Joyce, new calligraphy business owner, Joyce with little experience, coach other people, how to grow their business. I did weddings and I had an Etsy shop and I've had online courses and I've taught publicly for years, but I needed all that experience in order to then come up with my signature offer years later, which is helping other calligraphers start and grow their businesses through calligraphy business school. So just to recap, your very first step to making money is to have something to actually sell. Is that going to be a product or is it going to be a service? And what are the benefits someone's going to get from buying your product or from working with you? It's really important to always know that. And you're going to find that that finds its way into your sales copy and even your emails and even how you speak about your offer on social media. And then I shared some tips on things that you can do if you're thinking about it or if you're in the very beginning and still coming up with your offer. So I hope that that was helpful. And if you are looking for more ways to grow your calligraphy business, to get consistent revenue in your business, definitely check out calligraphyblueprint.com, which is where you can download my calligraphy business blueprint that shares five ways that you can grow your business. So calligraphyblueprint.com, the link will be in the show notes if you just expand that, but you can go there and you're going to get five ways that you can see consistent and predictable revenue in your calligraphy business. Thank you so much for listening, whether that was on Apple or Spotify or YouTube, and I will catch you in the next episode.